You're supposed to jack off in the movie theater. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Alive. It's alive. Welcome to the Black Lincoln Collective Podcast. Oh, this is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'll make it pop. With your host, Parker. Featuring the sultry sounds of Fred and also Alan on the board. Now, let's start the damn show. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the 104th edition of the Black Lincoln Collective Podcast. The only podcast that talks the walk and walks the talk. Yeah. We're so glad you joined us, and we appreciate your support very, very much. Very, very much. You can keep up with us at blcpodcast.com, mm-hmm. and please drop us a like or a follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, our TikTok. X. Please... Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. X. That's right. X. That's so stupid. Yeah, that's right. I'm not gonna switch it out. You know why? Because fuck fuck X. Triple X. Triple X would be better. Anyway, so please rate us on your podcast on whatever podcast platform you like. (laughs) Tell your friends. Why not? We also have a Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/BLCWorld, and we are of course broadcast on the Pop Culture Pros Network. Check them out at PopCulturePros.com, and now. The second least walkative guy I know, it's Fred. It's like walking, but <laughs> you know, like somebody told you about my bad knees. Yep. And they said, that doesn't. They're like, he doesn't do much walking. No, He's not real I'm, walkative. No, I'm not a walkative guy. I bought a watch that has a step tracker. <laughs> it's like three every day. <laughs> three. I don't even know how that works. Three steps. Like, yeah, just three. Yeah, I roll roll to the car. And as always, I'm here to introduce my buddy, my pal, the guy that gets all the gals, Alan OTB. Alan, you got flamed on on Reddit by someone who will will not be named. That that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So, so welcome to the show. Uh, What is it? You know, so you have a wingspan is like the length between your arms. What is um, that for your legs? Legspan? Wingspan. Leg span. That's probably what I just have a big. Spread their legs that that way. John Claude Van Damme. Not side to side. side. Not side to side, but like, you know, when you're walking your gait, your gait is what it's called. Oh, your gait? I have a long gait, so that's why I only get three steps in a day. I'm elongated, so. We'll get to that later on in the show. (laughs) Well, welcome very much to the show. (laughs) What the fuck? Welcome very much. (laughs) Welcome to the show. We are glad you joined us. Unfortunately, if you couldn't tell, we're all out of sorts. And the reason yeah. we're out of sorts is because we lost man. probably a childhood hero of all three we of us. We really did, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Mr. Pee Wee Herman Ball Rubens. Mr. Pee Wee, man. It's, been, it's a sad day. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Come on, Herman. Man, do you think, do you think he did all the bad stuff they said that he did? What? I, I Jack off in a movie theater? Oh, that's, yeah. that's all he did? That's all he did. Come on, he was at the movie, and it was a dirty movie theater. That's right. All all movie theaters around us are dirty. Come on, that was just dumb. (laughs) 
Let's isolate that, Alan. Can we isolate that and put it at the beginning of the show? You're supposed to jack off at the movie theater. (laughs) Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt and wear it to the next Marvel movie. What do you think they're going in and watching the show? You know what I'm saying? Do you think you're going in and just to watch the movie? Yeah. You're supposed to go in there and get your gay dick sucked and shit. You know what I'm saying? Why why do you have to be gay? (laughs) We're going to go from just... We might, we, we might have to bleep that out. You're supposed to do all of it. You're supposed to do all yeah, that stuff. That's what movies are for, been. Fred. No. I've never been. Have you never been. seen Oppenheimer, Alan? That's all it is. It's a bunch of people jerking it. The whole oh, really? movie. No, I didn't you're supposed yeah. to nut when the bomb goes off. Right. That's the whole thing. That's the, the Oppenheimer challenge on TikTok. <laughs> Follow our TikTok for the Oppenheimer challenge. <laughs> if you do it right then, no, everyone explodes at the same time. It's awesome. Pee Wee was like for real. Like what about like that's why I got my personality like through yeah, Pee Wee. Like it's just silly. Yeah, no, he's a good. It's just yeah. silly, goofy. Well, unfortunately, another one got taken by cancer, and that sucks. Yeah. What was the What was the first time you were introduced to Pee? Was it the, Oh Pee Wee's Playhouse? The, yeah, the the Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then the movies, like, of course. Did the movies I come after? I thought it was, I remember, it was a movie. I remember like watching the Playhouse, and then like because this was in the day of VCRs, right? They had the Pee Wee um, stage play, which was <laughs> similar. Yeah, it was similar, but like totally adult rated. Like, well, his stand up is pretty adult. Right yeah, it was, wasn't the playhouse supposed to be adult anyway? It was like it was for kids. I think it was yeah, it was for kids. It was for playhouse kids, but it was kids. it was for kids who were a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, if yeah, you were into yeah. weird stuff like not just your standard right. humor, it was it was definitely tough. Yeah, right. You, okay. If you were so, jacking off and stuff like that, then right in theaters and yeah, you would love <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse. So it had but Lawrence no, Fishburne like, in it, right? In the in the stage play. Like he would talk about titties. He does jerk and, off. Like, he, <laughs> he would talk about, Phil Hartman was in it, right? You yeah, know Phil, what Hartman, was in Phil it, yeah. Hartman was in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like a lot of people got their oh. they start around Pee Wee, dude. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. The but yeah, the uh, and all that. that was Cowboy cool. Curtis was uh, was Lawrence Fishburne, right? Was Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, yeah. which crazy? Yeah, there was, was a couple more like uh, famous people that yeah that spawned came from through. That. Yeah, that yeah. came through the playhouse. You know? Well, speaking of people spawning, not really. Make a like a high, make a high ho. Let me introduce our guest for this evening. Who's make gonna, it like a high, make a genie ho. It, what he said. So please welcome to the show. I don't I want to say ex-girlfriend again, but I can't already do it. No. Welcome to the show, my lovely wife. <laughs> Hello, you're dear. My, you're going to say my future widower. How does that work? Future, yeah, I guess my future widow, right? Yeah, my future widow. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Widower is a man. Yeah. Are you planning on outliving your wife? I like that. I don't know. She's been keep creeping me out lately, man. She keeps talking about like, She's like, I got two plots for them to be buried at. I don't know which one I want to. I'm like, uh, uh, well, sell one, make some money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm like, I don't have any plots. I'm just gonna barely... throw you in the retention pond back behind our house. So. There you yeah, go. There you the go. way the Lord intended. Always, Daddy will be always there. Yep. Yeah. The way the Lord intended. Yeah. <laughs> Let my bones be eaten by frogs. She asked me. She asked me. She's like, "Where do you want to be buried at?" 
fucking know. Like under the ground. I'm not even thinking about it. Why would I think about it? I mean, I guess I you know. got to be prepared, but. I'm, yeah, but she might be asking, like, and if you were, what are you not, how are you not expecting to die? Poison? Is it poison? Can you drink? <laughs> Is it getting hit by your wife's car? Is it the children? The children. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, man. It's I don't even cheap, wanna... and then that way you can yeah, yeah, I want to be turned into a diamond. Yeah, yeah. spread my asses on somebody else's grave. You know what I mean, that... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my enemy's graves. <laughs> Make it cheap. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, don't you want to be buried by your grandparents? Nah, just cremate me and spread my asses on top of them. You know what there you just rub it out, rub one out on them. <laughs> yeah, rub it out. <laughs> yeah, in honor of me. Rub it on all my enemies' graves. Jesus. Well, um, our special guest this evening <laughs> apparently was creeped out. She went to get the knife. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, "Oh, we can go ahead and take care of this problem right now." <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear anything. I had to turn off the fan. It's okay. It's okay. Well, welcome to the show, dear. Thank We're you. so glad you joined us mm-hmm. for yep. your. I don't believe that, but okay. we glad are. To have you. I love it when yeah. you come on. Yep. He loves. The they place. love it because you give me so much shit. This is your third right. time. Fourth, she was on two weeks ago. Four, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because the first one was murder and the second one was congratulations again. Welcome to the four timers club, right? I feel so special. You're you're the the honoree, you're the first, uh, I think because we had Landon on three times, yeah, Landon's like right behind her, right? Oh, but I've had Raymond on twice, yeah, so yeah, Yeah. you're right there, You're, you're leading the pack. Congratulations. Yeah. She's the leader of the pack. All right. So you're here to tell us about a mysterious mystery of some sort. I don't even know. No, you don't know because I told, I don't think you didn't tell me. Or curiosity, but it's, it's, it's okay. Curio- that is curiosity. That is how you spell curiosity. That is how you spell curiosity. Yeah, it wasn't me this time. Curiosity. Curiosity. That is how you spell it. Oh, I put a U in there. Alan put a U in there. Fuck you, Alan. I can't even say those words. I spell it C R Z Okay. Well, it's Shana's robe of curiosity. my name right. Well, that's pretty that's good. good. And Congratulations oh. on that. Yeah. So, so, I spelled Chifferobe right. I, I looked it up. Alan looked it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. All right. So, what? Uh, what? What? Is that exactly what? For it? Is yeah, that what? Okay. We don't know what you're gonna say. I don't. I can't be Get like, hey. It. So who got killed or what murdered what? The year was nineteen. Oh, Alan, do you have like can, in post? Can you do like a creaky door noise? So it's. We've just opened up the Shiffer of Curiosities. <laughs> we can do it right now. Exactly. The Shiffer is open. All right. And out that, come the Curiosities. So, I listen well, so You guys don't know this, but I listen to every episode that y'all do. 
Oh. Just because really? of, of the podcast? Well, really? Tried to argue with it and be like, damn it. Do yeah. you? She I usually comes home and is like, you know, yeah, you know, you don't know anything. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've been married. I'm aware. That is commitment. And I just tell Matt, like, you know, you guys talked about this and this is wrong and this is right. But, anyways, uh, so I listened to last week's episode. I've never heard this is Alan, right. Alan, you were talking about how you went to New York. And I saw I got to vacation. Turns out you went to New Jersey. Oh, no, no, okay. no. It was in Queens. It was in Queens. The wording was in Queens. All right. So this story actually takes place in New York. And Ooh, nice segue. Nailed it. I try. Um, so what if you had to think of New York, what is the one of the most famous streets that you can think of in New York? Hey, yo, Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. Yeah, Fifth Avenue. I'm square. Over no, here. Mississippi Canal Avenue. Street. That's where all the hookers are. Fifth sing. Avenue. Well, <laughs> I don't I don't know them. I can't tell them. 125th Street. But Fifth Avenue. So you know, Fifth Avenue. That is what they call Millionaire's Row. That's where all right. the rich people live, you know, yep. all of the wealthy people. Um, they have like restaurants, museums, all that stuff on there. Mm-hmm. But this story uh. takes place almost a hundred years ago. And mm-hmm. no one is very aware of the dark history that is behind fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. And that's where this story takes place. So I'm intrigued. Huh? I'm curious. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I try. I got my curiosity. Um, Basically, this story starts out. It's March 9th of 1947. Mm, that's, they, they, that's two weeks ago, basically. Pretty much. Um, so a man slipped out of a brownstone um, on Fifth Avenue. And right. it's a three-story brownstone. So right. pretty big deal back that's in the one, day. Yeah, that's um, the one Bill Cosby lived in. Really? Yeah. I doubt it was this one. Oh, okay. We'll get to that, but right. I think maybe they were neighbors. On the ground, or I something. <laughs> he slipped on the jello. <laughs> oh. um, but the man's name was Langley Collier, and um, at the time he was sixty-one years old. So he left his oh. house. Langley was—he was an engineer, a concert pianist, super wealthy pianist. So, Pianist. Pianist. Yes. Pianist. Pianist. The pianist yeah. in. He, he played the piano. Yeah. Um, but Langley, he did on the keys. <laughs> oh, God. God. The key diddler. It's not me this time. Sorry. Go ahead. See, the problem is, I can't hear you guys well enough to know when you're actually saying things. So oh. I'm just talking over y'all. No, no you're fine. Oh. Just keep talking. Yeah. We'll keep talking to you. Keep talking. Okay. Um, but Langley, you know, if you looked at him, you wouldn't know he was wealthy because he didn't dress mm. like he had money. He didn't act like it. Adam um, Sandler type. Also because he's dead. Well, yeah. Well, he's dead now, so you really wouldn't know. But back then, people who saw him, he walked around with, like, his coat had safety pins and... Like, he dumpster-dived. You, you, yeah. you wouldn't know that he had all the money that he had but they throw pennies at him yeah <laughs> so that night <laughs> he actually traveled eight miles away which on foot is a big deal yeah 
Um, so he walked eight miles away from his home. Um, it was cold. It was snowing. You know, March, March in New York is not March in South Carolina. Right. So, yeah. you know, it was cold. It was snowing. Um, so he traveled the eight miles. He was going to Brooklyn. And he had, a really, he had a specific place he was going in Brooklyn um, because he had to get something for his brother. His older brother's name was Homer. Homer was a couple of years older than him. And he had a, a task he had to meet for Homer. So he was traveling to Brooklyn to go dumpster diving. He got there. It was around 2 a.m. when he got there. Um, and people saw him, you know, going to those dumpsters, get what he needed to get. He got robbed by some black people. It's Brooklyn. I mean, yeah, it's Brooklyn the 20s, in the house. Twenties, man. <laughs> I mean, you can say that. Italians. I would never say that. But... It was Italians. Yes. <laughs> oh. Irish. So, anyways, we're gonna jump forward to two or three weeks later. Mm-hmm. The police department oh, near oh, the oh, college. Oh. Huh? So what did what did he do? Yeah, what happened? He we, just went well, to the- I can't get there just yet. I can't tell you because. Okay, so he just he went to dumpster dive in Brooklyn. Yes. And then two weeks so he went. Yes, he went to dumpster dive in Brooklyn. <laughs> but we're going to jump forward. Set this up. Okay, yes, set this up. Damn it, so, just go along with it. Do you okay, want to story or we're not? We're going, come we're on, going, we're going. Come on. Keep it up. This is what it's all about. Come on. You this is good content. this to me, and it's this very good frustrating. Content. That's why we do it. Cause we we like just check it. We like to see you frustrated. It's funny. I don't. <laughs> so we know we're going to take it out on Parker with this. Right. Thing, so. yeah, awesome. Anyways, a few weeks later, right. there's a phone call. She's going to Cardi B me and throw the mic in my face. <laughs> <laughs> there's a phone call to the police department down the road from where Collier, the Collier brothers live. Uh-huh. I've been in Brooklyn two weeks, doll. <laughs> the sergeant there answers the phone and the person on the other end he says his name is Charles Smith and he says that there is a dead body mm. in the Collier brothers home yeah, see mm-hmm. Collier brothers nah. got a dead body see man but the problem is the Collier brothers they're very eccentric gay. like they're Crazy. 20s gay Prentice yeah, they're twenties gay. Yeah. He's on a game. They're twenties gay, man. That's that's a good way to put it. They're twenties. Ah, you're swinging from the wrong side of the plate, there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> more than that, they just—they're just weird. Like beyond right. the gay, they're just weird. Right. And so the police officers <laughs> at the station—they're like, "Oh shit!" You know, we always are getting calls about them, and it's always something. <laughs> so they're like, "You know what?" I'm not going to send like a squad out there. The sergeant's like, I'll just send some random guy when he has time, you know, right. maybe not today, maybe next week, whenever. I'm glad what they just said it's a dead body. Just yeah. so whatever. Yeah. They didn't, they were just like, oh, that's just another weird thing that someone's reporting about the Collier brothers. Whatever. Yeah, those, those boys are a little light in the loafers. <laughs> Go check it out later. Well, we'll, we'll give we'll, them the baton. We'll they don't that want. too, but we're not there yet. Quit jumping ahead. Okay. Um, You're the one skip two weeks. <laughs> I know. So, the, <laughs> the sergeant sends a police officer out there, and this guy, he's like brand new to the force, police yeah. officer, you know. So he gets out there, and he's a rookie flatfoot, see? 
He knocks on the door, doesn't hear anything. Come on out for cakes. <laughs> that's like not recorded, so I don't know if that's what he said, but <laughs> we're just we're just speculating. Yeah, we're just know? trying to what we're trying to do is we're trying to to bring people into the story by yeah, adding it. some dialogue. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate salt and pepper it. on your chicken. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I've been here before. This isn't my first radio. Sure. Um, Four times. <laughs> so, anyways, like I said, mm-hmm. cop comes out. The cop comes out. He knocks on the door. There's no answer. Mm. And. He ends up having to call like other police officers. Backup. Yeah, backup. Gonna need some backup. But, you know how we jumped forward a minute ago? Yeah. Yep. Now we're jumping back. Jump back a little bit. Let's learn more about the Collier brothers. Because I couldn't just tell you a story. I got to jump forward. I got to Sure. Um, so, anyways, the Collier brothers, they yeah, were born, huh? 1873. 1927. No, it's no. 1920. They were 19- born. All she's saying is they were born. Oh, they, they were, were born. born. At oh, some okay. point in time. That's how far born. we're going back. No. <laughs> no, it was the late 1800s when they were born. Mm-hmm. Because at this point in time, it's in the, not- the late 1940s. They're in oh, their 40s. 60s. I thought we were in the 20s. I thought we were in the twenties too. No, we in the 20s. beginning we were. No, we're not. Okay. 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 I've changed my voice now. Y'all just don't see. Y'all just keep talking. Y'all don't pay attention. We're in the forties. Y'all would never be good detectives. So, anyways, we be, gr- huh? be great games though. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I was typing 40s. this out, it made so much sense. And then when I started talking about it, oh uh, yeah, I love it. That's how it goes. Y'all have made it not make any sense. Let's go. We got it. Okay, so Collier brothers were born. Yeah, the Collier brothers. Born. The Collier brothers. Their dad was a doctor. Sure. Sure. Yeah, they got a little sure. money. They got a little money. You say it like I'm lying about it. No, I mean, sure. Yeah, he's a doctor. I don't know. Sure. Sure, How could he be a doctor? He's a witch doctor. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah. Just a doctor. Um, bing, bang, wallow, so bing, bang. he would actually, when they were younger, he would bring home like. Proctologists. Maybe. Like anuses. <laughs> we just bring home anuses. Yeah, it like the late 1800s. So I just assume that there's only one. There's you're just yeah, a doctor. He's just a doctor. Yeah, you're not like a proctologist or anything. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. just a doctor. Yeah. He's, He's just a, he carried doctor. a saw. Yeah. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that little yeah. black bag full of morphine. Hey boys, my, brought home a whole so, batch of anuses today. They're bad because they actually that that. Brownstone on Fifth Avenue. They grew. They were born there, both oh, of them. Okay. They were born so there. Either. They grew up there. And their dad, when he they would died. go out on calls or whatever the fuck doctors do, I don't know. Um, uh, make his rounds. He actually went by canoe. So which is hard to do on a street in the oh, area where remember? he was at. He would just like walk down the road with the canoe on his back and just like canoe. Was a canoodler, huh? Through the Hudson <laughs> River. 
to get wherever he needed to go. Right, right. Um, so he was real eccentric too. That's the yeah. the main theme of these guys is they were very eccentric. Doctor Collier's canoe doctoring coming to you. <laughs> he would uh, bring home body parts in oh, I told you. And he would give them to the brothers as gifts. Um, so they grew up. They had like brains and fingers and all that kind of stuff and body in in jars That's in their nice. house. Wow. Um, so because they didn't have children? toys, there was no toy <laughs> us back then, right? No. It's like Merry Christmas. Here's a brain. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, like, here's a bucket full of toenails. Enjoy. <laughs> So their mom was actually a Frankenstein. <laughs> you don't have to say something after every sentence. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just thinking. We got to drag this out, Santa. He brought a lot of body parts home. He could have made him a wife. Just saying. No, well, his wife was his first cousin. So. Oh. There's well, yeah. that. See, they always talk about the South. It ain't just the South. Now that's just white people. White people do stupid shit. They marry their first cousins. And he didn't get allowed get around a lot back then, especially by canoe. No, you got a whole people, damn city to choose. You know, rich people back then they married yeah. within their families. Right, they kept it in families. Yeah. Keep it in the bloodline, so right. it's like you know you kept that the money, money in the family. The and, money, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Which, not to get off on a tangent, but that's like the whole royal family. It's yeah. all, that's why they have the jaws and they like horses because they all married each other. You heard exactly. it here first. Well, how teeth like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, um, so he married his first cousin mm. and everything was great except for when the boys were young. The dad, the doctor, right. decided that he was going to convert the entire house into a sanatorium which I don't know if y'all know what a sanatorium is but basically it's like a hospital slash resort for like people with tuberculosis and mental illnesses and things like that gotta keep the money coming in apparently so wouldn't want your boys to be lighting the loafers let's get some crazy people in there (laughs) yes so anyways that was a whole thing between the mom and the dad. I guess they stayed together. There's nothing to say that they like divorced or anything sure. like that. But right. it was a big, a big issue between the two of them. Um, she didn't want it, and he wanted it. Yeah, she did not want it. No, uh-uh. but it also did not become a sanatorium. So I'm thinking that she won that argument. There's a lot, oh, you know. She got away. For for stories that take place so long ago, there's only so much. Sure. Right. That you can find out. Yeah. Right. Right. But that being said, um, the house didn't turn into a sanatorium and also they didn't divorce. So. Good. Good for them. Who knows? Good job. Keep the family together. She won. He didn't have to live by himself. But, anyways, um, going back to the brothers. So. They were both very, very smart. Um, Homer, the older brother, he actually, he got a scholarship to Columbia University when he was 14, like a full ride. Um, So he went to Columbia. He got a law degree. Not what you know, so you know. Yeah. What'd you say? 
It's not what you know, it's who you know. Your dad's the doctor of Brooklyn. Yeah. Your dad's the doctor with the canoe? canoe? Come on, Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's the crazy guy that brings home brains? That's perfect. He's the canoe doctor. Is it going to be a doctor? Can you bring your own specimen? Sure. <laughs> Um, but Langley, the younger brother, he was the one that we talked about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he was five years younger than Homer, and he went to Columbia, too. He actually got two degrees. So he got a degree in engineering, and he got a degree in chemistry. But even though he got those degrees, he actually was like a super gifted pianist. Oh. I know. That pianist again. Oh, yeah. yeah Get your yeah. laughs out, but... <laughs> no, that's great. Good job. Um, but he yeah. actually he played for like royalty at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. I mean, he was like super, super gifted with that. So he didn't right. really get. He didn't really use a lot of what he learned at Columbia. He used more of the the talent that he had playing the piano. Sure. Homer right. with the law degree. He was, you know a pretty well-respected lawyer in the area. He had a lot of famous clients. Um, You're a canoe lawyer. (laughs) What? He's the only lawyer that operates by canoe. (laughs) Come and see you. (laughs) No one said anything about him using a canoe. I don't, I can't verify that. He takes after his father. Allegedly. (laughs) But even though these guys were like super famous, had tons of money, neither of them ever married. Um, okay. They didn't have any cousins left. I didn't think <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't know. There may not have been any female cousins for them to marry. So, um, so they never married. They both lived at home in that brownstone. Um, their mom and dad both passed away, and they both continued to live there uh, for. A long time, you know, well, their entire lives until they died. Um, Which was when? Huh? Which was when? Two weeks after the story. I didn't hear you. No, we we don't want to know when they died, Jen. Okay, just, yeah. Go ahead. It's a stupid joke. Go ahead. (laughs) They lived there for the rest of their life. Lived for thousands of years. Yes. There you go. I mean, they could still be alive today. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not giving still, away anything. They still. <laughs> um, anyway, so they lived there. And even though they had all this money, they they started to, like, draw away from the community. They didn't talk to people. Um, it got so bad that they actually quit paying their utilities. So they didn't have power. They didn't have running water. And they lived in this house, this mansion. Um, and it wasn't they didn't have the money. They just didn't care anymore. And they didn't want to deal with people. And when their power was shut off, Langley, who was the younger brother, who had you know the, the degree in engineering and chemistry, when their power got shut off, he said, you know, I don't, fuck it. I'm not going to pay this bill. He went out and got an, uh, the engine for a Model T. You know, a Model T car, yeah, got you and, up. and he converted that to where Into a generator, <laughs> a generator, exactly. So they lived like that for a while, and then the bank Jesus. and a police the officer. Carbon monoxide must have been hell. <laughs> they don't care about that. It was the 30s. They don't that care didn't about exist that. Oh, um, 
so I guess at this point, that's probably around 1937, 38. Okay. Um, it was about 14 years before the rest of the story takes place. Okay. So um, they turned a the Model T into a generator, the Model right. T engine into a generator. And at one point, a police officer and a banker showed up at their door because they hadn't paid their mortgage in so long. Mm. And when they got there, they knocked on the door and... Langley came to the door and he's like, you know, what's going on? And basically they were going to say like, you got to get out. And he was like, you know what? Here's a check. So he just wrote a check for the entire mortgage, paid the entire house off. It wasn't, they didn't have money. Right. They just want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, their house is paid off. They're not paying for electricity. They don't have any running water. Yeah. You know, I guess they're happy. You know, they don't want to deal with anyone. They smoke Um, opium. Huh? They smoke an opium. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, they smoke an opium, dude. Well, around that same time, Homer, who's the older brother, he oh. ends up having a stroke. Uh-oh. And oh. he is left... Girl. <laughs> even worse. He's left completely blind. Oh, damn. Oh, and no. immobile. So... Ah. He lives, he sits in a chair and yeah. you know, Langley takes care of him. He gives him Not his really. food and everything. Not really. He won't even go pay the bills. He ain't taking care of that dude. He's just yeah, like, no. he's, <laughs> he's like, well, die. I'll fire up the generator. Yeah. I'll sit him, sit him next to the tailpipe. <laughs> Let him get all that fresh air. <laughs> so, anyways, you know, uh, Homer, he. He can't move. He can't see. He's basically just confined to a chair for the rest of his life. Vegetable. Um, Delicious. He's a vegetable. Yes. Yeah, he's a fruitcake. He's arugula. (laughs) Yes. That made a good joke. I like arugula. That's a good one. Um, So, anyways... We're going to get back to the beginning of the story when the okay. cop is knocking on the door, right? Flashback. Flashback for that. We're all over the place. So we're back to 19, 1947, and the cop okay. that we had talked about originally, you know, he's right. knocking on the door. He calls out the seven other cops. They finally are like, you know what? We're just going to knock this door down. We're going to get in there because there's something going on. Because. He managed to get the door cracked like an inch, inch and a half. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got that door cracked a little bit, he could just smell. Smell it. I he smell could smell here. something. Norman, is that you? And he was like, <laughs> if there's not a dead body in there, there's it's something about to be. in there. It's about to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But from my understanding there is a very distinct smell of like decomposition that right. people who have smelt it can they know what they're smelling mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so he got all these other cops out there they're trying to get the door open they can't get the door open so finally they get another cop to climb to you know because it's a three-story brownstone right they try to get to the second floor they can't get a window open up there Someone finally, they get some kind of ladder. I don't know how it works in the ni- you know 1940s. I don't know what kind of ladders they have. But someone gets up to the third floor, and they're able to get into a window. And when they get in, they realize, oh, shit. There is so much stuff 
in this house. So basically what's blocking the door for them to get on the first floor, it isn't like they made a wall or anything like that. They have hoarded so much stuff into this house that basically there is a wall where no one can get in on the first Mm. floor. And it's just books and sewing machines and just all this stuff. Stuff, just stuff. They, when they got in, and we'll get to this later on, but when they got in, they realized that just in the first floor alone, there's over 25,000 books alone. Just books. Right in the front. They ain't reading all that. No. (laughs) Well, I don't know. They're small. What else are they going to do? Well, I guess Homer's not reading. He's lying. Well, he but, can't see. You know, maybe, maybe the other one's reading something. Listening to the radio program. <laughs> but so they get in and they're like, oh, my God, this isn't just someone might be dead in here. Like, what are we going to find in here? So apparently the brothers all these years, they have been like they hoarded all this stuff, not necessarily because they wanted it some stuff they did but they had convinced themselves that oh god our neighbors are going to break in and steal everything so let's so we need twenty five thousand of everything let's get whatever we can from dumpsters to create a wall so no one can break in they were definitely smoking opium yeah probably (laughs) and they really did i mean once the police went in there they really did have a lot of really valuable stuff they had like a shit ton of money they had jewelry they had like all this stuff but i guess to them the valuable stuff was like the stupid stuff like the body parts their dad had brought home Uh, and sentimental crap yeah the books and all that kind of stuff anyways once they get in they you know look on the third floor and there's just a ton of stuff they get to the second floor ton of stuff same thing and they're still like oh shit there's so much stuff in here but when they get to the first floor they realize what's causing the smell is the brother homer yeah in his chair and he's been dead what they estimate to be like 10 hours and he has like like orange peels around him and all this random stuff around him and so when they find him dead they're like they think Langley is the one who they did it yeah. but they can't find him so uh, they start they, they do this like he's under the man- books <laughs> well, they do this manhunt so you know it's still the 40s so it's a little different than now but right. you know, they put out a bulletin to all the other police departments and everything and everyone is looking out for Langley because they know he had something to do with his death like gotcha. he's he's done something right to kill his brother and they don't know why they don't know if it's you know money related or what it could be he is the older brother and you know the dad had a lot of money so they're thinking you know maybe it's right an inheritance thing maybe he just got sick of taking care of him because at this that point would be my he had guess. been blind and you know he's been sitting in this chair for all these years basically maybe he just got sick of taking care of him and he just off them i just did him like an old dog come on we're going for a car ride boy <laughs> <laughs> like well, i don't know that they had a car driving upstate we're going on a canoe ride <laughs> they, didn't really have, they didn't really have electricity so i doubt they had a car and he yeah. walked to brooklyn so uh, um so anyways okay 
they do this manhunt. They're trying to find Langley. And nothing, like, he, no one finds him. They spend about two or three weeks looking for him. Um, and on the 19th day after, because they're still going through this house. There's right. so much in this house that even if they're putting all their guys on it, it's just so much. They don't have the machinery we have now or anything like that. So it's just like basically guys in there, bare hand and everything, just like pulling everything out looking. Loading it up on horses and carriages. Right. So the 19th day, they finally make a break in the case. And Mm -hmm. basically what happened was they found Langley's body. Yeah. So that night, that, that night that he went out, that we talked I about in the beginning. Yeah. Well, see, he went out because he had been convinced. He read his dad's books, his like medical books and all that. And he was convinced that oranges would cure his brother's blindness. So there was like a fruit stand in Brooklyn, eight miles away. So at night, after everyone was asleep, midnight fruit stand. To the dumpster, because God forbid he actually buy the oranges. Right. He would, he would walk there, and he would dumpster dive for oranges. And apparently, Homer had been on an oranges-only diet for weeks oh, leading up to this. So he went and got <gasps> these oranges. oranges. Again? <laughs> <laughs> he went and got these oranges, and he got back, and because they were so paranoid about like people breaking in and stealing their stuff, they had, well, I say they, I guess it was Langley because Homer was sitting blind in his chair. But Langley created all these booby traps so that if people were to break in, stuff would collapse on them or something like that. (laughs) But what ended up happening was when Langley came back with his oranges, he forgot about one of the booby traps and it collapsed on him. And he was crushed to death under all these books. So basically, Homer, so he was there for three, almost four weeks before the cops found him. Right. So he died died four weeks and Homer died 10 days before they found him. Right. So the smell they had smelt that the person who called in the tip and what they smelled was it wasn't Homer because he wasn't even dead. Right. It was Langley because Langley (sighs) had been crushed to death under all these books with his oranges for his brother and what they ended up realizing was he was crushed to death and then this is gross mice ended up eating him yeah and so that's why they didn't see him originally when they first don't have mice they have rats yeah rats yeah i guess rats rats yeah so the rats ended up eating him to the point where police didn't see any remains of his until they started digging things out. So it was really Poor hard to say if this Langley. was a murder or a crime. No. Yeah, this is Poor Holmes. But dead. it's a crazy yeah. ass story. Just but anyways, sucks. that being yeah. said, now people who suffer from the disease of like hoarding all this stuff, it's actually called Collier syndrome. Oh, look at that! Really? Because they are 
one of the first this is one of the first recorded instances of hoarding of hoarding damn collier mm -hmm. and if you go to that little area on fifth avenue you can get crushed by books too no, feels on the ground they ended up so they ended up taking all the stuff out of there and when they finished taking everything out it ended up being like 520 tons of stuff that they took out of the house jesus they demolished the house because it was such a terrible story and now there's what's called Alan might know this because you've lived in New York, a pocket park where it's just like a little area. Yeah. They've turned into a park. So right there where their house used to be, they've turned it into really? a little park. And they intentionally only put like one tree and one bench and nothing else. Unlikely <laughs> to crush people to death. Yeah, well, you know, they don't want to. And a canoe. They don't want to hoard up the place. But yeah. um, so basically, if people come. They can visit the park and, and buy they say they say if you go there at night and you be real quiet. Smell orange. You hear, you hear <laughs> homo, say it smells you like hear, orange. You hear home going, oh <laughs> <laughs> you have the faint smell of oranges. Yeah. The all, it's an orange tree. <laughs> it's an orange tree. Well, that brings us, that is an amazing story. And that brings us to tonight's sponsor of the show, Fred. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Tonight's episode of the PLC podcast is brought to you by Touch Your Junk Junk Removal Services. Fred, <laughs> do you ever look down and think, man, I just have too much junk down there? <laughs> Fred, has your junk ever been covered up for so long that it gets too gross for you to handle on your own? That's where Touch Your Junk Junk Removal comes in. We have lots of employees with eager hands that just can't wait to get their hands all up on your junk. Is it too hard to get the, your junk from the front? That's okay. Just ask our registered pros for the old reach around. And they'll sneak right up when you're not looking and get a real good grasp of your junk. Even in the middle of the day. Touch your junk, junk removal. You're going to love letting us handle your junk. No junk removal within 200 yards of schools or public parks. <laughs> Tonight's sponsor, Fred. And back to the show. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. so after all that, wow, they killed themselves. Sort of. Dang. That was so crazy. did the brother starve then, or? Yes. Oh, yeah. I okay. thought. I didn't know if, the, yeah. if he got the yeah. oranges to him before he, he was got already, He was already malnourished. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was already. So even before this, I mean, he had been living on a diet of oranges for weeks. So, I mean, he yeah. didn't have scurvy, but. All right. <laughs> but, Which was pretty common. Something good. Yeah. But he Back had already, down. I mean, he was already really weak. And that that's what the officers had mentioned i mean there's reports about it basically they had determined that he had been alive for probably about a week after his brother had been crushed so even though he couldn't he couldn't see he couldn't move because he was so weak he, but yeah, he no. could hear yeah. the rats oh eating God. his brother do anything about it. Good times. Yeah. Well, Fred, that actually reminds me of. Uh, have you heard of Zana Samanzova? Samanzova. Oh yeah. She is, I know that guy. Yeah, you know her. 
She's a Russian blogger who actually died at the age of 39 because she ate a fruit-only diet. She never drank water, and she died of malnourishment. I heard about that. People were stupid in the 40s, and they're still stupid today. Yeah, you ain't kidding. (laughs) We got that going for us. Insane. Insane. You you got anything else for your murder closet or your chiffero of curiosities? (laughs) (laughs) No, but... I do have to say, because you were talking about the lady who only ate the fruit diet, there are also people who are insistent that they don't eat anything and they just survive from the sun and air. It's all the nutrients from the sun. Okay. Well, it's a lot of vitamin D. Yeah. They have a name, but I don't know what it is. Idiots. I can't remember. (laughs) Morons. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Called Nancy's. (laughs) Nancy. <laughs> it's another name for old timey name for gay people. Yes. <laughs> so. so what was it? The uh, what was the guy? The um, we did the thing. The guy who did the thing. No, we did the thing on the Nancy or the. Oh, the the uh, you talking about the uh, the oh, the poop the quiz we did? Yeah. The fancy yeah, was, lad quiz. Was it fancy lad? Or no, it wasn't, dandy. but it wasn't called dandy. that. Dandy, dandy, dandy. 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 Bunch of dandies. Dandy man. That's right. <laughs> was no, she listened to that one and she was like, I keep saying dandy man over and over and over. That was one of the ones that I got so frustrated with because y'all were trying to find the name Todd Chrisley. And I'm like, the yeah. whole oh, time, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Lord, it's Todd Chrisley. And you're like, let me Google it. I don't know. And I'm like, son of a bitch. If I was on there, I could just be she like. She knows so oh, much about, about that dude. She loves him. He's in and now he's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Eating nothing but fruit. Apparently, yeah. he's having to deal with rats, too. Oh, I'm sure he is. Oh, I'm sure he is. And no air conditioning. See, that's that's the only. Okay, so if I was ever to commit a crime, and I would never commit a crime, kids. Mm. I would commit a crime in a colder weather environment than in the South. Because yeah. there's no AC, man. Like, But there's no guarantee. They'll ship you down to somewhere else if they're overcrowded. Well, no, but not if I, if I you know, commit a crime. Not if in, it's a white-collar crime. Usually they have it easier, right. but. You see your boy uh, Murdaugh has been, like, tweeting selfies from prison. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Living it up. <laughs> You're living it up, man. Oh, He's living it up. Yo, if you go you to Wikipedia, they've got uh they got pictures of the park. Oh. And what's um, it called? Of the brother Collier Brothers Park. Collier's Bros Park. Collier Brothers. Collier. Collier Brother. Mm-hmm. Call, call your brothers, brothers and, and tell them you love them. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> call your brother and tell him to eat more oranges. <laughs> yeah, you know? look at that shit. Look at that. That's oh, a man. very small park. Mess. They got pictures of the house, too. That's a mess. Oh, it's right on the edge. Oh, no, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. If you look at the pictures, I mean, Ugh. they had a ton of stuff. That's actually what I do to my kids when I really want to clean the house. I'm like, I put on hoarders. And I'm like, do you see this? Do yeah, there is. Like yeah, you can see that. Like that. You want to live like that? Mm-mm. There he is. Climbing I've been in houses like that, and I Ugh. do not want Mm-mm. to have that. So. I'll tell you one thing about the Collier Brothers that maybe is underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Let me say, 
Alan, if you don't mind, put this on the screen so that you can show it to the kids at home. I'm, get, I'm guessing they had some pretty good mustaches. You're damn right they did. Look at that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a friend of ours would love to know about that mustache. I think yeah. it was that. So, just saying. Maybe he convinced them. Maybe he was the one who's like, yeah. oh, that mustache, eat more fruit. Yeah, eat some oranges, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's good for your mustache, yeah. Homer. Yeah, the juice will give you the catfish hunger vibes. See, <laughs> well, thank you, darling, for coming on the show and enlightening us about some hoarders or the the first. Tech, I guess technically yeah, the first hoarders. The first hoarder. The Collier brothers. The Colliers. We're gonna call you later. <laughs> and take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be back with more of BLC. Joe. Be a call you later. We'll <laughs> see you in hell, Alan. You son of a bitch. The Black Lincoln Collective Podcast will return after a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of leaving your bets to chance? Want to level up your sports gambling game? Look no further than hit the books. Your go-to source for in-depth analysis, data-driven insights, and expert tips that will take your betting game to the next level. With Hit the Books, you'll dive into the pages of statistics, historical trends, and player performances, gaining a profound understanding of every matchup. From the NFL to the NBA, from soccer showdowns to the World Series, Hit the Books covers all the major leagues, ensuring you never miss a betting opportunity. Don't leave your bets to chance. Tune in to Hit the Books and elevate your sports gambling game to unprecedented heights. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform, and let's hit the books together. Mr. Herman, Mr. Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk. Blackling Collective Podcast, where all we talk about is people dying, apparently. That's it. I'm doing my Dead. Fred pose. Yeah, Alan's Dead. doing his, his Fred lean. You're doing the Fred. Oh, you're doing the Fred. Yeah. yeah. Doing the Fred. That's what we ought to call it. Let's yeah, everybody just take a nap. That's what's happening in the second half of the Chill show. On the- we got 54 more minutes of this, guys. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Alan. I'm Alan. There you go. We'll just do impressions of each other. I'll do an impression of Alan. <laughs> this is my impression of Parker. Shayna, no, please don't. Yeah, not like this. Not in camera. Yeah, don't, don't Cardi B me, please. Speaking of that, did you 20. see that? Uh, you were watching what? I watched 2012. Uh, earlier today, and I was like, Matt should go as, uh, God damn it, I forgot his name. Uh, 2012, is that a, a movie? 2012 with the Junkie? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oliver Woody Platt. Harrelson? I'm like, he should go as Oliver Platt for, for Halloween. No one's going to get that. Who <laughs> <laughs> would get that? We will, we will. Yeah, we will, sure. You can walk around with like a big alligator. Oh. 
That's Oliver yeah. Platt. I never knew who that that who that was. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Platt is awesome. He's I love in the bear. Watch him in the bear. I love him and all of the stuff that he's in. He's underrated. Yeah, yeah. he really is. He really is. He's a good yeah, just like me. You walk around with a big ass gator. You're I'm Oliver Platt from that movie with Betty from White. Television. What was the movie with Betty White? The big gator, big ass alligator. Oh, uh, gator. No. No. <laughs> gator. Lake Placid. Yes. Lake Placid. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Lake I'll be Cloris Leachman for Lake from Lake Placid. Lake Placid, yeah. <laughs> Lake Placid. Oh. Lake Placid. Don't get in there. Take a go song. Wow, Betty White made that movie when she was only seventy-seven. Years was it old. Betty White? I thought it was. Yeah, it was Betty White. My bad. Yeah, I was one. I was like Cloris Leachman. <laughs> no, it was Betty White. I knew it was an old white lady. Yeah, it was Bridget funny. Fonda was also in it. Fifty-fifty. Yeah, I love Bridget Fonda. And Bill Pullman. He was. And Meredith Salinger, whoever that is. I don't know her. Mm -mm. Not important. She's famous from movies. That movie. Movies. It's Fred's not as great movies. Movies. (laughs) All right. Well, great story. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Oliver. Oliver Platt. You <laughs> actually, he was good in that movie, man. He was he was a douchebag, man. He was awesome. He was. You know? yeah, he, made him, he, was he killed his mom and shit. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> She's old. <laughs> you would be a perfect Oliver Platt, Matt. Thank you very much. That's all I ever wanted. And he's like, what? You want to give up your seat, your, your seat for some Chinese workers? Be my guest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, damn, Oliver Platt. <laughs> yeah, like, Oliver Platt doesn't play. Yeah, Oliver Platt don't play. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I got a question for you, Fred, and yeah. the group. Fire away. Okay, would you tell a vegetarian person if they've been meat, eating meat unknowingly? Yes. Nah. Nah. No, what they're douchey about it. Like, how, what's the context? Even more so. Like, if they were eating, let's say, like a Caesar salad. Yeah. You know, Caesar salad dressing has anchovies has in it. Has anchovies in it, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, would if they're cool them? people, I wouldn't. But if they're douchebags, I would. I'd be like, hey, you douchebag. Yeah. Or if they're, well, well, okay, wait. So if they're cool, you wouldn't. No, because, I mean, that would ruin it for but, them. I let them look it up on the internet. Yeah, find out for See, I feel like it would be the opposite. If they were a douchebag, I wouldn't tell them because, like, it would be funny. I would be like, hey, you guys want to go get some salads? Like, all the time. <laughs> like, Let's go get some Caesar salad, you guys. I love that shit. <laughs> so I would wait and let them eat the Caesar salad. Right. And then be like, just so you know, it's got meat in it. You're eating all the anchovies. You eat like, meat. You're eating all the meat. And I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Might as well get a burger. Let's go. <laughs> True. A cool Let's person, go. I would warn them, like, oh, just so you know. Hey, hey man. This shit got anchovies in it. Right. Like, hey, watch out, buddy. Watch out oh, for them fishes. But it's, it's, it, I, thought, I thought the question was if you knew they were, in other words, they've been eating it for a while. 
and these are cool people. I don't know if I'd right. be the one to be like, hey, man, you know, you're eating me. Yeah, fuck up their whole shit. You know, because they're cool people. And if they're doing no, that, I'd be cool. like, hey, you motherfucker. You've been telling me how great vegetarian is, but you've been eating meat. <laughs> well, I'm eating a piece of steak. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're eating dead fish. Eat a yeah. dick. Don't you eat this meat. With the eyeballs in it and everything. Delicious. I put the whole thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yummy, yummy. All righty then. Season. You love a, a love a what? A good Caesar. I love a good Caesar. There you go. Peace out. Didn't think didn't think so when I, when I was a kid, but now. See, so notice how like every other week we like talk about deep fried stuff. Food, like, well, let's go food. on and on and on. You're like Caesar salad. I'm like, well, let's end the show. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like no croutons, no cheese. We're out. Yeah, parmesan. Though. You do croutons, Fred? You like the croutons? Yeah, I like the croutons. I like the parmesan. Yeah. I like Love the parmesan flakes, not the shredded. Oh, the big chunks, yeah. Yeah, I like the big flakes. Yeah, there you go. It's delicious. Delicious. Wow. Gripping <laughs> <laughs> content. Wow. This is why they pay us, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much to my lovely wife. Thank you so much to Fred and to Alan for sticking with us. We'll see you next week. We'll see you later. You almost said it. Nope. Yeah, you did. I didn't want to say it. No, I was trying to think of a funnier way to end the show, and then I couldn't, so I didn't say anything. (laughs) I said, we'll see you next week. (laughs) We'll BL Caesar salad. (laughs) Finally did it. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. (laughs) Goodnight to us all. (laughs) We are laughing. (laughs) And we are very good friends. (laughs) Good buddies sharing a special moment. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Just hang loose, blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the mid side. Hands the chopper. <laughs> oh, what a day. <laughs> what a moment. Well, that's all, folks. Hasta la vista, baby. Goddamn hip. Nobody's listening anyway. As you know, I'm a man of special needs. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.